Welcome to the Salt and Light Podcast. A podcast whose focus is building a community of believers who work in purpose, make impact, and live in their full potential. According to Matthew 5, we believe that as children of God, our true identity is to be the salt and light of the world, and that we are called to preserve and shine. Join me, Stella, and Ruth, every week as we dig through the scriptures to discover what it truly means to be salt and light. Hey Saints! Welcome back to another episode of the Sword and Light Podcast. We are so glad to have you. So on last week's on last week's edition of the Sword and Light Podcast, we spoke about bearing fruit. We established the fact that as a child of God, you are expected to bear good fruit because the seed that is in you, the seed of Christ, is that that is that which bears good fruit. Yeah. And so on today's episode, it's just like a continuation from where we left off last time. And we are going to be looking at Luke chapter 6, verse 46 to 49. So I'm just going to read it out. And it reads, um, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. The ruin was great. <laughs> For dramatic effect. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I think that's... I think all of us know that scripture. Well, most people know that yeah. scripture. Build a house so. on the rock. Mm-hmm. There's actually even songs about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when I was in high school, there was actually a very interesting song. I'm not going to sing it, of course, but... <laughs> it's a yeah. killer song? No, like there was literally a song about the whole passage. Oh, like, okay. Why do you... Yeah, Stella sings, by the way, <laughs> guys. In case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, just why do you call me Lord Lord? It was literally everything that's here. Yeah, so I think what we want to really talk about from this scripture is, as we established last week, we talked about how it is expected of you to bear good fruit as a child of God. Mm -hmm. And this time we're talking about how you can be on solid ground as a child of God. So bearing fruit is great and all, but sometimes that's not all the indication there is to the fact that you are actually a child of God. Yeah, yeah. We did talk about how sometimes people... Mm, can, can actually do good things but then they are yeah they're like they are not actually good people yeah so yeah so we'll talk about we'll talk about that we'll talk about what it means to be built on a sol on solid ground mm-hmm. or on a on a on a, on a <coughs> solid rock as your foundation yeah. and so the first the first part of the of the passage talks about um I think Christ was asking them and he was saying, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? I think we can see from this that for you to call someone Lord, meaning they have like sort of some control over mm-hmm. you, like you are going to do everything that they tell you. So I think it didn't make sense to Jesus because he had mm-hmm. several people or there are several people that say, oh no, Lord, Lord, 
but they do not actually do what he tells them mm-hmm. or what he wants them to do. So I think he was just in a state of like, oh, why? Yeah, you like know? why are you calling me Lord if you're not even going to do what yeah. I tell you? And also when, when people give their lives to Christ, they accept him as their Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. meaning he has authority over them. Mm-hmm. He is their master, like they are supposed to do everything that he asks them to do. But then when he looks at you and you're doing everything that's like contrary to what he wants you to do, he's just like, why do you call me Lord, Lord? And you yeah. don't do what I tell you to do. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's like a really unpopular thing right now. Well, especially on social media at least like a lot of people don't talk about how god is actually our master yeah like we are called to be servants like i know we like to be friends and children children. (laughs) (laughs) but like essentially we are also slaves of god and Uh i know that word trigger word but that's the truth of who we are in christ and And so yeah i think um at the beginning of the year Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to talk about our church a lot in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So at the beginning, I think that was in February. Mm-hmm. We actually learned about how we are servants of God. Yeah, and so we are supposed to do everything that He asks us to do. And you know, a servant doesn't really have a say. Yeah, like when your master says do this, you are supposed to do what they ask you to do. And so we looked at how we are born servants, like we are servants of God for life. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it is not even about what we want. We are only supposed to do what the master requires of us and not things out of our own will or ambition and all these things. Yeah. So I think that that kind of explains why Jess would ask them why. Because lordship is about ownership. If someone mm-hmm. is your lord, they are your owner. And if they are your owner, then you must do what your owner says. Yeah. And so if you don't do what your owner says, it's like, why? Do you even yeah. proclaim that I'm your owner? <laughs> like, you why are you claiming I'm your owner, but then you don't listen to anything that I tell you to do? Yeah, so when Jesus asks that question, he goes on to say, he goes on to talk about what the man that does what he says looks like, and he gives the illustration of the 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 man building his, his house on, on, on solid ground and the other man building his ground on 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 sand let me say that so it's like oh mm-hmm. before before you go on to talk about like the illustration mm-hmm. i think there's something that i've just thought about mm-hmm. like i think it matters to god that you obey him mm-hmm. because if it didn't matter i don't think god would have asked this question mm-hmm. and i think we can also just see from people who like keep us mm-hmm. like they sort of feel like well parents mm-hmm. feel like they're on their children yeah. i don't know if they do <laughs> but yeah. yeah they do feel like they're on their children mm-hmm. and when the child is like not doing what they expect the child to do or something that they tell you to do, I feel like they get angry and upset yeah. with you. And so I also feel like when you're not doing what God wants you to do, it's not like he's just looking at you and he's saying, oh, well, like it actually, I think it also hits because yeah. like this person is supposed to do what I want them to do and they are not doing it. Yeah. And bear in mind, we're talking about people that are saved. I actually sometimes... <laughs> Yeah, we need to make that distinction. So um, I read um, as we were studying for this podcast about how when it comes to Christ, so he says, um, he says coming to him is surrender. Like this is what the 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 studying I was doing was was telling me is the study I was doing rather is coming to Christ is surrender, mm-hmm. and hearing what he says 
is discipleship. Yeah. But more than doing that, you must actually obey yeah. the, what he says. That's how it completes. That's the completion of the equation is that um, um, building your life on, a soli- on solid ground is equal to coming to Christ, surrendering, and then um, being discipled, yeah. and then obedience. Minus if one of those things is taken out of the equation, yeah. then it's not equal to building your life on solid ground. So I think that yeah, needs to be yeah. something that we can look at. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like Christ is our Lord. We must obey him. O- the, the secret to having a solid, a, a solid life in Christ yeah. or a solid foundation in Christ is obedience. And mm-hmm. obedience is uncomfortable. And I say this because... It's it's true. Obedience is uncomfortable. It was never meant to be comfortable. And I think this is another thing that needs to be spoken of because we're living in a time where we talk a lot about how, oh, you know how you feel, how you feel. Yeah. Like we don't do things for based, Christ mm-hmm. based off of like how we how feel. We, feel. Yeah. we do them because yeah. it's a command mm-hmm. that we've been given and we must follow that command. And I think there's so many examples in the Bible of people who actually did what God asked them to do. And I think for most people, it wasn't an easy thing to mm-hmm. do. Like we can look at Abraham and how he was asked to leave his family and go into a country that he did not even know about. Mm-hmm. I think that was really hard. Like yeah. if God told you today to maybe quit school, like I don't think you would do it because you're just like, how will people look at me? Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't feel happy about it because we place so much value in school and we place we feel so secure in like going to school and stuff like that. So you wouldn't do certain things. But then God will ask you to do things that you might not be comfortable with doing and you still have to do them. Yeah, so um so Christ and this is going now to the going now to the illustration, we can now talk about how Christ likens both men, which is the man that doesn't have a solid foundation and the man that has a solid foundation, he says it's like they're building a house. And in building a house, I bet, like from what we were looking at, these men were building houses. Stella and I were both building houses today. Our Mm -hmm. houses would probably look the same, or maybe not in design, but knowing Stella and I, it could happen. (laughs) (laughs) So we, we were both building a house and to the outside world, we both look like we're doing the same yeah, thing. Like we're, building, we're doing fine. Yeah, wow. we're building a house. It's looking good. Everything is looking like, oh, yeah, they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. But then in knowing whether or not one house is built on better ground than the other, it, it, it comes to, like, trials, right? Yes. Like, in the, in the passage, Christ uses the illustration of a storm. A storm. Mm-hmm. So he talks about how when a storm comes, the other man's house goes and collapses and the other man's uh, house stays standing these are houses that looked pretty much the same in the process of building mm-hmm. so it's in the same manner two people can proclaim that christ is our lord two people can proclaim that christ is their their master and mm-hmm. they can say the word of god and they can hear the word of god but they do not obey the same so the key is in obedience so yeah still and i go to the same church we basically kind of feed on the same word mm-hmm. in and but we obey the word differently which is very true <laughs> we, we obey the word differently sometimes a word will come to me and i'm just like yeah but that's what makes us different as people yeah. so you can't yeah. be shocked if stella handles the situation different from me yes. because what if she was obeying more than i was yeah and that's the thing because 
sometimes people wonder why other people are living differently. Mm-hmm. Like you give an example, like we could be from the same church, mm-hmm. but then, yeah, like you handle situations differently and I handle situations differently. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about how you practice the word of God. There are mm-hmm. some people who hear the word of God and do not do anything about it. Like they just know it. And there are some people who can actually know much, but then they never do anything about it. I think the person that knows little and actually practices the little that they know is I think way better than someone who knows a lot and does not do it because mm-hmm. what are you doing with the information? Yeah. Like how is it improving you? What is it doing to your life? Yeah. It's like how we can there's there's a series I used to watch. I used to watch. <laughs> Anyways, um it's about a guy who goes who doesn't go to law school but he knows law. Like he knows law, like the ins and outs of it. Yeah. And but he doesn't go to law school, so he can't get a job as a lawyer, regardless of how much law he knows, because he hasn't passed the test for being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And and so that just brings to mind the fact that what you know is not what saves you in life; yes. it's what you yes. do that saves you. Yes. And and to to make this again, I bring back the point because I honestly am such a person that's always in my feelings. Like me, I'm in my feelings. I. I, I I I do a lot of things based off of how I feel. Mm-hmm. But I think what I'm learning, especially with, with the church that I go to, my church, my church, <laughs> um, is the that... of faith church. <laughs> is that obedience doesn't... Ma- it, it's not about feelings. It's not about understanding. Mm-hmm. We're not called to understand the instruction. We're called to obey the instruction. Yeah, yeah. And our pastor always says that. Like, you understand you, later. Yeah, like do it now. If you are looking to understand then you never obey because who is going to understand <laughs> yeah. god and if you want to like overthink through things chances are you are not going to obey i think there's one time um um one of the deacons at church deacon joe was giving an example of how when he is like prompted to give something mm-hmm. like he doesn't think about it because mm-hmm. like he said he shuts his mind mm-hmm. before the devil starts like mm-hmm. making suggestions because imagine god comes to me and says give your phone to this person if i just do Which it is something that could happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah like if i do it in the moment like i don't think i'll have time to be like oh no because the moment i start processing and thinking about it mm-hmm. like suggestions will come to my mind i'll just be like oh i probably need this phone as well mm-hmm. maybe i should maybe i'm just like overthinking this mm-hmm. whole thing and so you just need to obey immediately god tells you because chances are if you think about it too much you are not going to do it yeah so and like i think talking more on the trials that we face in life we have to realize that i think this is something i saw in the commentary as i was reading that said trials are what like trials and the and the things of life are what mm-hmm. we expose whether or not you're on mm-hmm. solid ground mm-hmm. so sometimes and i think this is so, like this is an encouragement to believers is that yeah. don't be so discouraged when a trial comes your way because the thing is that that thing is coming to try whether or not you're actually standing on the word of god because mm-hmm. i could proclaim the love of god all i want <laughs> so i could proclaim all these things and then the moment let's say for me, a person experienced my mom passed away, and that was a very dis- defining moment in my faith. It was like I could either just be like, "Oh, God didn't heal my mother," you know, yeah. and a lot of people I'm, go, I'm leaving. "Yeah, I'm leaving this faith." <laughs> well, and it's different for every person. Sometimes yeah. it's there. Some yeah. people battle a chronic illness. Yeah. Some people um battle mental health issues, and those are the things that say that make you reach a point of like, "I'm either leaving the faith or I'm staying." Mm-hmm. And so, when you choose to stay, you have mm-hmm. proven that truly. 
um you, you are like you're a child of god you yes, believe in god you yes. you are sticking to the word of god and so trials are there to show you to to like really show your heart to god and to yourself also mm-hmm. and and like really show yourself like oh am i really standing on the word of god because if those trials never come we will never know you also will never know so and um last week i was talking to my friend and oh yeah last week i was talking to my friend and she was talking about how she was she was feeling like she was being tried like she was telling me about how no i would i would like want to leave this place and be in a different place and all these things but then i remembered that you never like Ruth said, like you never know where you stand until a test has come because sometimes even with the fruits of the spirit, mm-hmm. I think you never know if you're patient until you are in a situation that requires you to be patient. Mm-hmm. You never know you are kind. You never know you are loving until you live with irritating people. <laughs> so all these things, like you need to be in a place that tests those things mm-hmm. because if you have never had a test, yeah. like it's probably just because it has never, like you have never been in a certain yeah. situation because provided the situation, you probably would act out of character. Yeah. But then those situations are there they to also help you grow. Yes. Yeah. They also help you grow because if you are in a place that's like very comfortable, you are most likely not going to develop the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. And the fruits of the spirit can only develop when they are actually tested. Mm-hmm. So sometimes... Um, even with God, like sometimes he teaches us to be patient because if you go to God and say, I'm asking for this thing and he gives you immediately, mm-hmm. like, I feel like you're never going to be patient because you the next time, trust God. <laughs> yes, the yeah. next time you go to him, you just expect him to give you something mm. instantly. And then when he requires you to be patient, you're going to feel like you're suffering mm-hmm. and maybe he is not answering, but then sometimes he just wants you to be patient and to develop that fruit of patience yeah. in you. Because the thing about life, and this is something that I always, like I think I've known for a while, Mm -hmm. is that life is not meant to be just lived. Life was, we are created on this earth to manifest Christ, right? Yeah. And manifesting Christ means sanctification. Like dying to self constantly. Meaning that constantly there must be something that's making you die to self. Yeah. And that doesn't sound nice. I don't even like it myself. Yeah. Like I don't (laughs) like saying that myself because it's like I really don't like that experience. Mm -hmm. But that's the reality of the Christian life is that we are consistently being turned into the image of Christ and becoming like Christ can't be comfortable. It can't be easy. It has to be difficult. It has Mm -hmm. to be like it's like a fire, right? Yeah. You know, we always sing, try me by fire. But, like, you don't even want someone to step on your door. Like, come <laughs> on. Like, this is very, you know, this is how I feel. Like, sometimes I'll come from church and we've prayed. And then I yeah. go home and my sisters are just, like, and I'm just, like, guys. Trying you. Yeah. After but then you're, like, this me. is the essence of, like, the place I was in. Yeah? In a place of prayer, you go home. Yeah. Or you go to anywhere and people try yeah. and you're, like, this is the point to produce the results mm-hmm. of what I just did. Yeah. And that's the same with hearing the word of God, that we hear the word of God so that we can produce fruits. Um, actually, James, in James, I don't know if James wrote this book, but <laughs> James chapter 1 verse 23 says, for if, no, James 1 verse 22 to 23, it says, but be doers of the word. <laughs> I won't say doers. <laughs> but be doers of the word, obey the message, and not merely listeners to it, betraying yourselves into deception mm-hmm. by reasoning contrary to the truth. For if anyone listens to the word without obeying it, 
and being a doer of it, he is like a man who looks carefully at his own natural face in a mirror. And then he forgets it after that. Like, mm-hmm. he does not remember what he looks like. Mm-hmm. And I think as we were walking back home, I was telling Ruth about how we have heard so many things and we have learned so many things mm-hmm. from, like, church, from just different Podcast, places. Books. Yes, mm-hmm. YouTube and all these things. But then... We listen to so many things, but then if we do not actually practice those things, then they are not doing anything for yeah. us. And it is only the word that we practice that is actually going to transform us. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm just listening and not doing anything about it, then I'm as good as someone who's not even listening yeah. to the word. And that hurts. <laughs> and I think that's the... Mm, that hurts. <laughs> like you're just as good as any other person, mm-hmm. but that's the reality of the word of God is... And and here it says, um, betraying yourselves into deception. And this is something that I was even telling Stella about. Like, I want to do a study on deception, like self-deception <laughs> specifically, because we deceive ourselves sometimes. Yeah. But that's a topic for another day. So I think that's what we wanted to really communicate in this episode is listen to the word. When you call on, on God as your Lord, he's your master. Listen to what he says, be discipled by it and obey it. That is where the secret sauce is, <laughs> is in obedience. Yeah. Yes. And one commentator said, I think his name is Trap. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he said, time and storms of life will prove the strength of one's foundation, even when it is hidden. So sometimes I don't think we even know, like this person's life is like, Mm-hmm. stable like this person has a strong foundation or not mm-hmm. until something happens to them then you will be able to know so he says we may be surprised when we see who has truly built upon the good foundation at last when judas betrayed christ in the night nicodemus faithfully professed him in the day mm-hmm. yeah so sometimes you don't know like you can just be seeing someone and they look like they are doing fine, but they have like a very, very weak foundation. And mm-hmm. the only way you can know, as we said earlier, if you have a strong foundation or a weak foundation is when you face different trials in life. Oh, this, can I say something really scary? <laughs> well, like we will know either ways that you have a weak foundation. Like it will yeah. always be known either now by the trials of life, which is better because it gives you an opportunity to run back to God or at judgment when there's nothing you can do about it. And Mm -hmm. I'd rather not face God at judgment with a weak foundation. (laughs) So embrace the trials of life because they will expose your heart and they can lead you you back to the Father. You have an opportunity to change. Yes. So, yeah. All in all, do not just listen to the word of God. You actually have to do Do the word of God. Yeah. yeah, I think that marks the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, remember to follow our social media, which is our Instagram and our TikTok, which is at Sort and Light Podcast. So that's yeah. the name of our social media. Leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcast. Leave a voice message if you're listening via Anchor. Would love to hear what you have to say, and we could even add it to the to the podcast <laughs> next time. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's it from us today. Uh, Thank you for listening. Shine and preserve. Bye.